the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, friends, welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Alongside Aubrey Sampson, my name is Brian Fromm. So glad to have you with us today. And Aubrey, every now and then we talk to people and we meet people who are just doing things where you're like, man, that's impressive. That's really great. And uh, one of those people is a pastor of Grace and Peace Community Church right here in Chicago. Uh, We're going to hear about what he's doing. His name is Pastor John Zayas. Pastor John, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you? We're doing great. We're doing great. So uh, you're kind of pioneering a, a migrant resettlement program here in Chicago. Give us the overview. What is it that you uh, are, are trying to do? So the goal is to galvanize the churches to be a part of, a. I believe, it's a mega move to help the city at least stabilize what's been happening in our communities. And to give hope, you know, I mentioned this in an article in the Chicago Sometimes that most of us are, most folks are trying to give housing, but we're trying to give housing and hope mm. and, and give visions to family. And that's one thing that we want to make sure that as the church leans in on the work of the migrants, that we're giving hope. Uh, to be part of the bigger picture. And what does that hope look like? Like if you're combining it with the housing, what does that mean for you and for your church community? So number one, we we share the love first, right? As they're coming into our doors or entering into our churches, we're providing a safe place for them to feel loved and cared for. Because most of the folks that we are potentially going to be working with are the ones in the precincts. So they've been sleeping outside in tents or have been sleeping in the doorways of the Chicago police stations. And so number one is giving them a warm place, a warm bed, warm food, and warm love. Mm. And so that they feel like they're accounted for. They feel like they matter. Um, when we were we started this in August of 2022, I mean 2022, when we uh, the first buses were coming in, Great Peace began to host uh, the buses, the teams that were coming in, and we did it for a few months and had a hundred at a time, and we were able to do what we were asking the churches to do. We did, and we housed a hundred folks at a time, and in 60 days we were able to establish them find them apartments. Um, uh, For some folks, once they got their temporary work permit, we found them jobs and things like that, and now they're moving on. A year later, they're settled, um, they're working, um, they're looking at a future being here in America. So it's it's a great story. It's a great win for everyone. Mm -hmm. John, uh, why should the church care about what's going on with the migrant situation in Chicago? People might go, well, there's enough problems to already deal with. Mm. Um, Talk to us about why you feel like this needs to be on the front burner for Chicago churches right now. Well, number one, Leviticus 1934 says that the foreigners residing among you 
must be treated as your native born. Mm. as yourself, for we were all born. And so, number one, there's a mandate. There's a biblical mandate. Yeah, that's good. You know, outside of the politics, outside of all the stuff that's around us, we, the church, have a biblical mandate to treat people like we are treated, and we are to treat the foreigners, you know, and, and as natives, as people, as folks that live among us, our neighbors. And so there's a mandate that the church has to follow. I guess, you know, some folks, because of what the rhetoric that has gone around it, and, and I would even say some, some areas where we feel like uh, the migrants have gotten a bad rap, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and so because of that bad rap, there's stories and, and there's things that are said about them that there's some truth to some things, but not all. Yeah. And I've been working with all the migrants and the ones that have come through us, and they have been great and moving forward. They're looking you know, to, to, to grow their family here. And so yeah. I believe the church has a mandate. We, all, we have a mandate for when they're at our doors, we take care of them. Mm. And uh, Pastor John, I, I'd love to hear any story you can share with us. I obviously don't want to like ruin or exploit anyone's dignity, but just as, you know, a story of a migrant that your church has helped resettle and what you've seen God do in their life and maybe what God has done in your life through this process as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll share a quick story of Daniel and Iras. Iras. And so, but they came to this country and I remember them coming off the bus and they stayed with us for a hundred days. And then um, they, with them and like four other couples, we found a house where they all can settle in. And once they started working, they all took care of each other, paying the rent, taking care of, you know, the food, all those things. Well, because of what they did a year later and with their work permits and everything, they have saved money. And a year from now, they, with the good credit, they're looking at purchasing a home. Mm. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, right? Yeah, that's great. And John, uh, something Aubrey touched on there. I guess I would love to know what what's the effect been on you personally, yeah, good but question. also on your church? What has this done to your church as, as others, I'm sure, are stepping into this need? So the first time, the first buses that came in and the groups that stayed with us, we had a Sunday service, and 80 got saved. Come oh, on. Gosh. So we keep praying for revival, and I said this yesterday in our sermon. I said, the church in America calls for revival. We yeah. keep crying out for revival. Lord, revival, revival, land. And then, and then and the Lord is sending revival, but it just doesn't speak English. Mm, <laughs> oh that's goodness. so good. Oh, and so, so good. the reality is that revival is coming, and it looks a little different. That's but right. That doesn't mean we don't do it. You mm-hmm. know, we, we 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 just follow through and let the spirit of God. See, mm-hmm. here's the thing: doing good doesn't mean you don't you don't have to speak the language to do good. Just show it. Mm-hmm. Right? You just love someone, care for someone. Mm-hmm. That speaks louder than you saying one word. Mm-hmm. And that's what I believe that God has sent us to be a part of something major and and i think this for such a time as this yes this yeah. opportunity i believe god is doing something and i would even say this i've not said this publicly and i'll say this here but i believe what happened to us four years ago when the churches were shut down god is opening another opportunity for us to do something special amen uh. and i believe also that the rewards are that the churches if uh, when resources come 
that they'll be compensated for what they're doing. Mm. Oh, I love that word. I'm going to believe that with you. That's so, so powerful. Pastor John, for any of our listeners who are like, I want to help. I want to get involved in my resettlement. I get this vision. I'm excited. Uh, what are some steps that they can take? Number one, if they feel called to be part of it, because we are going to be recruiting 100 churches. Wow. So the goal is 100 churches to, to just take on 20 migrants. And out of that uh, 20 migrants, there is a budget. There's some resources that we're, going, we're applying for and working through the city for so that they financially they can be taken care of as well. But we're, we're going to be recruiting 100 churches to do 2,000 migrants. Wow. So the goal is to get all the migrants out of all the districts, police districts. That is awesome. That we can say, let's send the buses, church. Let's grab all the migrants and then bring them to different churches. And then the churches begin to establish and work with them in their own little network, right? Mm. And their network begin to, you know, get them odd jobs, you know, uh, reestablish the church, build the church through some of them. And just could begin to minister to those folks. Yeah. And if we can do that, it'll send a light, a, a, a great message that revival is here. Mm. So if anyone is interested, they can uh, reach me at John, J O H N Zayas, Z A Y A S, number eight at gmail.com. Just email, say they're interested, with leave their phone number. I'll reach out back to them okay. and explain more what we're doing. And um, and get this ball rolling. I think this will. This is a great opportunity for the church. Oh, awesome. it's one of those moments that the church Amen. can respond and do well. Such a great word, Pastor John Zayas. He's the pastor of Grace and Peace Community Church, doing unbelievable work. Pastor John, so good to talk yeah, to you. Thanks so for what good. you're doing. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you for having me. God My bless. our pleasure. You're listening to the Common Good AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.